This is Lego Football. We're going to take a look at the Coppa Italia Italian Cup results in the preliminary round. An in-depth look at some of the Serie A transfers as well as Serie B and Serie C. That's coming up this week on the Lego Football Podcast. Well, Saturday marked the initiation of the calcio season. The official professional footballing season in Italy began with the Coppa Italia preliminary round. It was Sutirol hosting Feralpi Salò, and there was an upset that occurred at the Stadio Marco Druso in Bolzano. FC Sutirol losing at home 3-1. They were down 3-0, and it was uh, ex-Parma veteran Luca Siligardi who got the first two goals of the game. For 3-0 it was Jacopo Chednigoy no relation to the Senegoy that plays for Venezia. This Chednigoy is Italian he's just joined Farabi Salot from Pescara a budding 193 cm centre forward, 27 years old. Davide Voltan pulled one back for the home side, but they couldn't make up the difference. 3-1 in the end. And from here, it is Faralpi Salor who progress, and they are going to take on Udinese in the next round. That is on the Juventus side of the draw. So if Faralpi Salor can somehow get through to the round of 16 they will take on Juventus but they'll have to beat Udinese and one of Monza and Frosinone on the way of course these preliminary rounds are strictly between the top four Serie C sides and the newly promoted Neapromossi that go up from Serie C to Serie B Modena took on Catanzaro that was at the Stadio Alberto Braglia and it was Modena who emerged victorious this time Another 3-1 scoreline. Goals for Tommaso Silvestri for 1-0. 2-0 was racked up by Davide Dior. He spent last year at Vicenza, racking up seven goals in Serie B. Alberto Tentardini made it 2-1, 25-year-old Italian defender. Before it was wrapped up in the 74th minute, Luca Magnino, ex-Pordenone. So four different goal scorers in that one. Modena are on the other side of the draw and they now face a local derby. They'll take on Sassuolo this weekend. And I guess we could call that another one of the Derby dell'Emilia the two late games on Saturday. The first one, Bari. They hosted Padova. Padova lost the playoff final against Palermo. And they also lost this one 3-0 away at the Stadio Arecchi. Bari are playing in Salerno for the time being until the San Nicola is fully refurbed. And it was a clean victory from start to finish. Ruben Botta, 32-year-old Argentine midfielder, opened the scoring. And they wrapped it up thanks to our Walid Kedira Brace. He's continuing his good form, contributing to the scoreboard with two goals. Scored seven in Serie C last term. 24-year-old Italian attacker. Bari is in Inter's section of the Coppa Italia. After the victory over Padova, they take on Hellas Verona this weekend. And the final preliminary game, lots of Palermo fans happy with this one. The Rosaneri, they ended up winning three goals to two. A hat-trick from Matteo Brunori. He was their hero last season. He opened the scoring in the third minute. It was 2-0 after 37 minutes before Marco Rosafio pulled one back. Former Cittadella man, Brunori scored a penalty in the 80th minute. A late scare from Sonny D'Angelo, who made it 3-2. He's actually a midfielder from Palermo. The Rosaneri held on some of their new signings also featuring and one of those was starter Giuseppe Fella 
and also returning from Sud Tirol after a season away in Serie C in the north of Italy in Trento Alto Adige is Jeremy Bro, who started in the pivot role. Palermo, after beating Reggiana, they will take on Torino this weekend. If they can get past Toro, they'll have to take on the winner of Lecce and Cittadella, which is very doable, but they are on Milan's side of the draw. So that's all the Copy Italian news for now. We'll have more early next week. For now, we're going to move on. This is Lega Football. Well, massive news, 16 years in the making. Former Italian striker and current Regina boss Filippo Inzaghi has finally passed the ball to former 2006 FIFA World Cup teammate Simone Barone. To give some context, a pair of World Cup winners caught up over the weekend when Salernitana met Regina in a friendly, which was incidentally won by Salernitana 1-0 thanks to a goal from Norwegian Ford Julian Christofferson. But Simone Barone is a technical coach at the Granata for Italy fans that had hearts in mouths back in 2006 when Inzaghi opted to take on Peter Cech instead of passing to a completely open Simone Barone who was standing in front of a gaping goal. Inzaghi ended up getting that goal. Italy won that match 2-0. You can go on to the Salernitana Instagram account and check out that post. Inzaghi receives the ball and produces a magnificent two-meter pass on the weekend for his former Palermo and Torino midfield teammate. The pair then hug it out. Brilliant stuff with a bit of tongue-in-cheek. A bit of humor is what we need in Italian football right now pre-season. To Inzaghi's credit, he scored that goal to get Italy up to 2-0 on the day against the Czechs and that was after missing a header previously in that game in Hamburg and as Ali pointed out on the Lega Football tweet itself about this incident where you can see this pass 2006 was Pippo Inzaghi's third World Cup he had zero goals to his name at that point he'd scored against Mexico in 2002 but it was wrongfully ruled offside Italy were already 1-0 up against the Czechs and it made complete sense for people to score and score he did Inzaghi may have only ever scored the one World Cup goal but netted 25 times at international level in 57 matches and just for a bit of extra pub quiz info Inzaghi scored his first ever international goal in Salerno that was against Spain back in 1998 moving on we're going to take you through some of the player movements around the peninsula. We'll start with Wilfred Nyonto, who hasn't had any concrete offers yet. The FC Zurich star isn't exactly off to the greatest start in the Swiss season either. The defending champions, FC Zurich, have failed to win or draw a game over the opening three match days. And Zurich was eliminated by Karabar 5-4 on aggregate in the UEFA Champions League preliminary round. So far, no takers. Perhaps a case of his agent going too high with a price tag during the summer. Nyonto debuted for Italy in the UEFA Nations League. He scored his debut Azzurri goal against Germany. However, hasn't played in a winning team since Italy's 2-1 win over Hungary. That's 11 consecutive games for Nyonto without a win. The young Italian, now 18 years of age. Some other big news, and this is in relation to a move to the English Premier League. Gianluca Scamacca has completed his move from Sassuolo to West Ham at 36 million euros. 16 goals across 36 Serie A matches for the Italy international, eight the year before with Genoa. Sassuolo has come in for Christian Thorsvent, though, a Norwegian attacking midfielder who's notched up 16 goals for Belgium club Gonk over the past two seasons. He's 23 and has quite a few caps for his country. Thorsvet replaces Filip Djuricic, who departs the Nero Verdi to return to Sampdoria. He only managed a dozen games and a couple of goals before last season was decimated by injuries. So 
Sampdoria finally making strides in the market, also bringing in Marco Piazza from Juventus, even though the Croatian has played with Genoa previously. Samp will be the sixth consecutive club in six years to loan in Piazza from the old lady. Spezia has taken Mattia Caldara from Milan. The former Atalanta star spent last term with relegated Venezia and another Milan starlet with a big surname has followed him. That's Daniel Maldini. This is the chance for the creative midfielder to get the playing time he needs. Curiously, Maldini's only ever Serie A goal, a header, back in 2021, came against Spezia at the Stadio Alberto Pico. We'll see how he goes there. Spezia are now under Luca Gotti, the former Udinese coach. They want to perpetuate their reputation as the quiet achievers of culture. Gotti's former club Udinese now under the tenure of one of their former players, hard nut defender Andrea Sotil. He's brought in Slovenian international defender Jaka Biol from CSKA Moscow for 4 million euros. That's a five-year contract for the central defender. Biol is one of a few defensive reinforcements for Le Zebrete, who've now let go of Jons Strigalarsen, Marvin Ziegler and Pablo Mari. While Nehuan Perez's loan in from Atletico Madrid becomes permanent as the Spaniards used the Argentine defender to acquire right back sensation Nahuel Molina, Atletico paid 19 million euros plus Perez for Molina, the Pozzo family doing good business as usual. Gianluca Caprari leaves Verona to join Stefano Sensi and Matteo Pessina at Monza. Another of Serie A's big hitters has moved on. That's Argentinian Paolo Dybala who's left Juventus and joined Roma on a free transfer, 115 goals in seven seasons at Juve for La Gioia, who will turn 29 in November. So still some run in those legs. We'll see if he can keep himself on the pitch. Still no real movement with Guglielmo Vicario's supposed transfer away from Empoli. The Azzurri president Fabrizio Corsi has brought in Samuele Perizan, who played in Serie B last season with Pordenona, previously owned by Cagliari. Vicario's 8 million euro transfer option was activated by Empoli a few weeks back, but the club is now holding out for big bids after Vicario's incredible season in 2021-22. Let's move on to the current defending champion Milan, who had only spent 7 million euros in this market. That was up until they acquired the services of Charles de Kedlar for 32 million euros from Club Bruges. That's going to be an interesting one for the Serie A commentary team to pronounce. Valentino Lazzaro leaves Inter for Torino. He's played in Serie A for the Nerazzurri before, but spent his past two seasons in the Bundesliga with Mönchengladbach and then last term with Benfica and did get a half a dozen appearances in the Champions League and started in the 3-0 win over Barcelona in the group stage. He should add some spice as a challenger to Wilfred Singo on the right side. Lazzaro is an Austrian international, despite the Latin-sounding name. Also leaving Inter is Uruguayan midfielder Matias Vecino. Five years and ten goals in Serie A to his name at Inter. He goes to Lazio for free and signs a three-year contract. Not a bad deal at 30 years of age. Vladimiro Falcone has signed for Lecce from Sampdoria. A huge boost for the Salentinias. They refuse to spend in the Mercato. Federico Di Francesco also joins permanently from Spal to Lecce, now 28. Di Francesco was loaned to Empoli last season for five goals and two assists in 26 appearances. So he did contribute in Empoli. It's another low-budget operation for the Pugliesi, rumoured to be around a million euro, and that would double their tally. 
of money spent in this summer transfer market for Lecce. Bologna, well, they just paid for full ownership of Arthur Theat from Oostend in uh, Belgium, a fee of 6 million euros, and now moves on to uh, Rennes for the young defender in Ligue 1 for 19 million plus bonuses. Also, Aaron Hickey has moved to Premier League side Brentford for 20 million. Swedish midfielder Matthias Svanberg is off to the Bundesliga with Wolfsburg for around 10. That's a tidy profit for Joey Saputo and Bologna. They're across those three sales alone. Bologna, they have brought in a couple of reinforcements. Andrea Cambiazzo has been loaned in from Juventus. And he can play as a right or left back, who mainly played as a left back at Cagliari. Also joins while Scottish international attacking midfielder Lewis Ferguson joins from Aberdeen. 37 goals for him there across four seasons, including a career best of 16 goals last term. With Mihalovic still in charge, not too much will change at the Dalada, as Cambiaso should replace Hickey on the left. Gary Medell is still there. So is Sumauro and Bonifazzi in that three-man defence. You would suspect Di Silvestri would still be on the right side as a starter for Bologna. Federico Bonazzoli has made Salerno his new home permanently after Salernitana have come in with an outright purchase from Sampdoria. Bonazzoli's efforts kept the Granata up last season, 11 goals. Meanwhile, Milan Juric has left the Granata. He goes to Verona. Thomas Henry will also join the Giallo Blue to bolster a weakened attack that has seen Caprari go with Barak and Simeone also linked with Napoli. Therefore, incoming Allenatore Gabriele Cioffi has snared promising Atalanta midfielder Alessandro Cortinovis who was an absolute sensation at Regina last season. So keep your eye on Cortinovis in Serie A this season. Hello and welcome to Lega Football Podcast. And I'll just run you through a couple of the headlines on La Gazzetta dello Sport. Well, Milan, they can't wait for the first game of the season against Udinese. They're growing impatient. They've been doing well pre-season. Tickets are on sale across the board for all the games. So if you are in Italy, make sure you get involved and visit as many stadiums as you can and see as many games as you can as well. Pogba, it's the day of truth. He's back in Torino and now we're waiting for his decision. Will he go for an operation? Will he have his operation or not? It will affect the Juventus season somewhat. Probably won't be available till the beginning of 2023. So some disappointment there for Bianconetti fans. On the Milan front, it was uh, Charlotte de Ketelere, de Ketelere, I'm going to try and hone in on that surname. He's in Milan and they are taking footage of him getting in and out of cars and the like, as they do in the north of Italy and just anywhere in Italy for that matter. Everyone's talking about Napoli and their 4-2-3-1 with Ostimen as their linchpin up front. It looks as though Lozano is the favourite to take the right side of attack and Quaratskelia will take the left side. Of course, there's plenty of competition with Matteo Politano still at the club after being rumoured to want to leave and go to Valencia. Who will play behind Osiman directly though? Dries Mertens is gone. Napoli fans are praying for the transfer of Giacomo Raspadori, Italian international. Apparently, there's an offer on the table. Also, Juventus has chimed in. They want to get their hands on the young Sassuolo captain. So uh, definitely a new look to Napoli. They're looking to add some Italian flavor there with Raspadori. They do have Gaetano as well. So we'll see if Spalletti hangs on to some of these younger players like Alessio Zerbino, of 
course, who scored nine goals for Frosinone, debuted under Roberto Mancini with Italy during the UEFA Nations League. There's also Vincenzo Italiano. The mission is the Conference League. Fiorentina have bolstered their side somewhat. Make sure you keep up to date with all the Calcio Mercato signings. Fiorentina have picked up Dodo from Shakhtar. That's a left back, so he could take the place of Biragi. There's also Jovic coming in from Real Madrid. It looks as though he will give some competition to Cabral after Piotek has departed after his brief loan spell. Mandragra is a big inclusion into the Fiorentina squad coming over from Torino. And according to Gazzetto della Sport and their formations that they put on their website, Golini will be the new goalkeeper. The rest of the side will stay the same, roughly. They're starting 11, apart from Dodo coming in at left back. There's Mandragra on the left side as a Mezzala in midfield and Jovic coming in to be the preferred starter as the central focal point in attack alongside Jonathan Icone and Nico Gonzalez. Those are two new signings from last season. They have lost Odria Zola on the right side. So Venuti is the favorite to take that role as he did have the season before, but that was under Prandelli and Iacchini when they were playing a 3-5-2. Fiorentina do play a 4-3-3 these days under Vincenzo Italiano. So we'll see how far he can take them. They're going to compete in Europe. So good luck to the Viola. We can't wait for match day one. It's coming in around 10 or 11 days. Some of the big ones there, Juventus, Sassuolo, Milan up against Udinese, Monza debuting in Serie A for the first time up against Torino, while Inter are away at Lecce, Napoli away at Verona. Also, don't forget, we do have a YouTube channel. It's small, but it's ever-growing. We're now in double digits, so do check us out. Sometimes we will post on the Lega Football Twitter account. The Lega Football Podcast also available on Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Player FM, and more, as well as Spotify. Thanks for joining us. My name's David Farini, Serie A and Serie B commentator, an Italian football contributor. I'm your host, Ci sentiamo. We'll see you a bit later in the week. This is Lega Football.